In a world filled with information, where do you turn to get straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Lock it in to the longest-running financial talk show in Arkansas and let us help you build the bridge between information and application. Real financial change begins right here, and it starts with you. It's showtime! Welcome to 2022. Did you make a New Year's resolution? Are you ready to make it stick this time? On today's show, turning your resolution into a plan for financial success. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. And hi, everybody. Welcome to the all-new Get Ready for the Future show, new for the new year. My name is Scott Inman, and bringing in John Shrewsbury and Janet Walker, we are new for our radio side. We've got a new format you'll want to be listening to, and on the podcast side, it is a new version as well. And as I think about the newness, I also think about the different platforms that the Get Ready for the Future show now exists on. We've got podcasts. We're live streaming uh, on Wednesday morning as we speak online, and of course, there's the radio side. We've come a long way a little bit. Uh, I think it's worth pointing out that as we begin the 16th year of what you guys created uh, 15 years ago, Mm -hmm. uh, we're in a few different places now. Man, I feel old. (laughs) (laughs) A decade and a half sounds like a long time. It does. It does. I I can vividly remember walking into the Buzz Studios uh, down in the Riverdale area of Little Rock and going, where are the records? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Because the- I used to do radio and we had records, you know, and things like that. There was nothing. There was no anything. I was just a computer and, and that was it. And it was very intimidating because I'd been out of radio for a long time yeah. and uh, walked back in and it was like uh, Rip Van Winkle. I'd, I'd gone to sleep and woke up and everything was different. It yeah. was really strange. But we are gr- glad to be uh, starting our 16th year in Janet, I, I know that there's been, uh, I think, a lot of lives have been changed yeah. by the information that has been uh, broadcast, uh, mostly on radio and now on podcast and on uh, YouTube and Facebook Live and all of that. Uh, and that's really what we started out to, to try to do. Yeah, we started out as an education-driven firm, and that is still who we are today. And that is why we do all of these different ways of, of outreach is we we are here to help you understand your money and and help make a difference for you in that way. Now, here's one that'll blow your mind. I've actually been behind the mic on the Get Ready for the Future show almost six years. That's wow. insane. That, I, when yeah. I say that out loud, it's crazy. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah, but yeah. it was February, March of yeah. 2016 yeah. Yeah. when I came on board. So we're closing in on, on my anniversary as well. So I'm, that's cool. Scott, we needed you on the first show. I'm just yeah. saying. I remember it rather well, and we <laughs> needed your talent. It, it was tough. <laughs> well, hopefully, I've gotten a little better over the last six years, uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned change. Yes. And, and that's the that's the topic today. New Year's is always about change. I mean, I, I don't even think if I saw actually someone tweet uh, this on New Year's Eve, they said, I don't make New Year's resolutions, but I'm hoping in the new year to do X, Y, Z, right? Mm. I think even <laughs> even if we don't really get into the resolution part of this, right. when you turn the calendar to a new year, I think it's just natural yeah. that we all start thinking about what do we want to do different this year? What do we want to accomplish this year? What's going to change? And I think change is the, the big word there because change is hard. It, it is hard, and I'm I'm one around the office here that uh, really takes a lot of heat from uh, a lot of our teammates about changing stuff around. And yeah. I, I think that I'm, I'm uh, and I can't really 
uh, accurately quote it, but basically Winston Churchill said uh, to to change is good and, and to be perfect is to change often. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. we have, I, I think about it not as change for change's sake, but change for evolution, change yeah. for getting better. Improvement. I, I think that there's just a continuous improvement theme that, that we try to adhere to here at the Get Ready for the Future show. And I think that it really is something that people ought to be thinking about in terms of their finances. And I think that uh, to that point, Scott, I think that, that, you know, comparing yourself to other people is, is really fruitless. And I think it is really going to be frustrating to you. But I think if you can think about how much you've changed from where you started to where you are now and, and really live in that moment and, and think about your finances from that standpoint, I yeah. think you're in a lot better shape. That's a great point. It's your personal economy, you're often saying, yes. that matters. Not everybody else's, not the over, overall global economy. It's your personal economy. So you, you want evidence, and I'm sure you're aware of these surveys, that change is hard. About 80% of people who make a New Year's resolution drop them by the second week of February. Uh, many don't make it nearly that long. Research conducted by Strava using over 800 million user-logged activities predicts the day most people are likely to give up on their New Year's resolution is January 19th. In fact, Strava calls it Quitter's Day. That's that's <laughs> how prevalent this is. So if you've been in that boat, and I think we all have, let's raise our hands to that, right? We've made some resolutions to lose weight, to uh, eat better, to exercise more. Maybe it is financial that you want to, uh, to change, the financial part of your lives. Why are you failing well what is the recipe for change dr mary lippett has come up with a complex change model that is really applicable to financial change so we've got a chart and if you're watching on our live stream you're seeing it now and if you are listening on podcast or on radio uh, be sure to go to our social one of our social media pages and find a copy uh, of this chart but basically dr lippett says that there are five key elements that have to be in place to create change they are vision skills incentives resources and an action plan and without any one of those five it is doomed for failure and the reasons are on that right side of that farhand column on that chart in black boxes if you just lack one of those you will not change something else that is a failure will result so what we're going to do today on the Get Ready for the Future show, is to talk about those five key elements. So we're going to start with vision. Without vision, you saw on that chart, the result is confusion, meaning you could have the skills, the incentives, the resources, and even have an action plan. But without vision, there is confusion. And we see this all the time, I think, when people come to us, when they are right on the cusp, John and Janet, of retirement, and they're ready to build that plan, uh, for retirement, but their only vision has been, I got to put money in my 401k. Yeah. I put money in my 401k. Yeah. It builds and builds, and I got a pile of money, but there's no vision on what retirement is going to look like. Yeah. It, it, so many people are obsessed of getting uh, obsessed with getting to retirement. Right. They yeah. don't know what's on the other side of it. And we, we say all the time here that you can't retire from something unless you are retiring to something. 
Right. I, I want to circle back just a minute. It ties in here on this vision to the, the Quitters Day. You know, mm-hmm. we, we kind of give quitters a hard time in talking about New Year's resolutions because we think about always adding things like I'm going to start exercise. I'm going to start dieting. I'm going to start whatever. Uh, my pastor is doing something that I just love this year. He's quitting something every week. Mm. W- whatever it might be, he's quitting something. We do too much crap, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's there's yeah. a whole lot of things that we do that don't contribute to making us better people. But when you think about this financially, when you work on this vision of what is important to you, like what does retirement look like to you? What does financial independence look like to you? There are probably some things that you could quit instead of adding to. And just really think about what is the vision that you see for yourself in terms of financial independence. And guys, financial independence is different really for everybody. But I think it's so important for people to understand what does it mean for you. I think you you bring up a great point, Janet. Uh, I love the the phrase, don't start if you're going to quit. And that's not, you know, to say anything against what your pastor's doing in terms of quitting things. I think that you've got mental economy. And you got only so much brain space, mm-hmm. and and I think oftentimes we jump into things with with the best intentions, and then something else comes along and we lay it aside, and or we we're doing so many things, we're trying to spin so many plates, if you will, on right. on little dowel rods, then that you become overwhelmed and you don't do anything very well. So I, I think that there's not very many things in life that are more important to your well-being than your financial well-being. And I think that is well worth quitting some things sure. to be able to focus on the higher priorities. And that goes back to what you were saying about your personal economy, losing focus of your personal economy, because what you might need to quit is one of those subscriptions to something that you're not using that you got because everybody else has it. Sure. Yeah. Right. It's a yeah. keeping up with the Jones thing, having all those plates spinning. We've got to be in the best club soccer uh, organization. We've got to have our kids doing this and doing that. And you have to that's losing sight or never creating a vision for financial independence. That's got to be the priority. And it may mean, as Janet referenced, quitting something, getting getting out of debt and not taking on new debt, just little baby steps yeah. that could put you on the right path to financial independence. Well, when you think about it, if you ask people who have not done a financial plan yet uh, why they haven't, well, I've just been so busy. Mm-hmm. What is more important than being sure that you're financially independent? I, I'm you not might really, wind up you know, being busy in retirement because you can't retire. You're working yeah, instead. Yeah. And so I think that, that sometimes we get our priorities out of line, and, and that's a very common thing in this world today, that there's so much clamoring for your attention. And as I said earlier, there's so much pressure for you uh, to compare yourself to somebody else. Yeah. And and you got to live within your space and think about what it is that you need and want to do. And your money is a big part of that. That clarity comes with being able to understand what your actual goals are. And that can be life-changing. So casting the vision, that's our first element. The second piece is skill. You need skill or you need to access skill, we'll say, right? Yeah. If you have uh, all of these other components that we talked about for change, but you don't have skill, the result is anxiety and worry. Guys, I think this is one we can cover pretty quickly. Frankly, that this is something that in this case, I think of in financial realm, I think of it more as education. It's not like you have a physical skill set. It is that you have the knowledge to be able to proceed. And, and frankly, 
it's just not out there for most people. My daughter this semester has a financial uh, class that she's taking, but for those who are in our age range or above, there was no class that you took about personal finance at all. And so you probably have not had somebody model those skills for you over the years, and that just makes a big difference. Isn't it ironic that we put all this emphasis on education uh, to go get a job to make money? And that's the the obvious end result of, of any education is to get a job. And it's very effective at that. Obviously, if you have a college degree, you've got a better chance of making you know a good income than if you don't and all of that. And I agree with that. But we don't spend a lot of time talking about what is it that I need to do with this money once I get it? We right. think that, you know, naturally you're just going to spend it. Well, if you just spend it and you don't plan and you don't really uh, have a path that you're following, then you're really going to have a problem. And it really boils down to that lack of education, that lack of skill, and that hesitancy to get somebody else involved in your money yeah. like a financial advisor. Yeah. So if you don't have these things, it doesn't mean you're bad at money. But being good at money isn't knowing something you were never taught, but choosing a team you can trust to guide you through it. And when I think about choosing a team, the importance of what team you choose is so vital here. You don't need an advisor who uh, talks over your head, talks down to you. You need someone who does have a communicating educational spirit to them to explain to you so that you do have a base level of knowledge. I don't think you don't have to know everything for sure. No, you, you need to lean on someone who knows more, but understanding what we're trying to accomplish means so much. Yeah, and it's not a Herculean task either. Little tweaks that are advised that you do, that, that you get the advice to, hey, instead of doing this, do this. Instead yeah. of doing this, do this. Instead of thinking about it this way, think about it this way. And those little things, those I call them coaching. And, and really, if you think about an athlete that has a coach, the coach doesn't play the game. The athlete does. Right. right. But the coach is integral, else they wouldn't pay them five, six, seven million dollars a year. Right. You know? Right. And so so clearly the coach has a role and that role is influencing that player to do the right thing. Talking about the five components that need to be in place to create change. And that's what we're talking about in today's Get Ready for the Future show. If you're looking to change in 2022, it needs to be more than a resolution. It needs to be true change. You have to have vision, skills, incentives, resources, and an action plan. So we've talked about vision and skills. Let's talk about incentives. What does this mean in, in the financial world? You know, I think about it when it comes to I'm, I'm working on my diet in 2022. And, and anytime I've ever been successful in maintaining my weight the way I wanted to, exercise is part of it. But let's just talk about the nutrition part. I have to eat right most of the time i don't have to eat right (laughs) Right. all of the time right right? i mean i create a monday through friday schedule and then on saturday and sunday i give myself the opportunity to splurge and the same is true in your finances scott we will confound the bean counters and the and the pocket protector wearing people out there when we talk about debt elimination Hmm. because you know most of the if you do the math on it Obviously, paying off the higher interest rate credit card first is mathematically the best way to do that. Sometimes. Sometimes. But you've got to think about the the result, the outcome Mm -hmm. that you're looking for. And unless you have some incentives, some wins along the way, if you think about it, you're probably not going to stick to the plan. Mm -hmm. And so what we prescribe with folks is to pay the smallest debt off first 
and celebrate that win. Then recycle that payment onto the next payment and basically snowball your way out of, of debt. And you've got to have those psychological wins or it doesn't work. Well, and, and not just psychological for some people. For, for some, that's all they need is to just see, okay, it happened. I'm good. I got to win. Move on. For some of you, you need to celebrate and yes. and like, okay, we've paid off these three debts. And so every time we pay off, you know, three more debts or however yours breaks down, whatever makes most sense for you. But when we pay off the next three debts, then we're going to go out and have a nice dinner together because we've not been doing that in the time that we've been really focused on paying down debt. Guys, I do this in in the reverse order. We always talk about debt snowball. We rarely ever talk about savings snowball. But here's the question. Once you've paid all your debt, where's that money go? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and, and so if you want to then in turn turn around and save for things at a faster rate, then your debt snowball becomes a saving snowball, and you get to celebrate. Or maybe you're saving for something that that is your celebration. You know, vacation, whatever it might be. But put some fun into it. We actually have a line item in our budget that is for fun. Mm -hmm. If you don't do that, Scott, it's just like you talking about if you dieted all week, if you ate salads, you know, three meals a day, seven days a week, this would not work for you very long. You'd be part of the quitters day on about January 17th. But if you balance that out and mix in some fun, then it works. And the same is true for budgeting. Yeah, your financial plan can't be 10 miles a bad road because you'll, no. you'll, you'll swerve off of that road you know, pretty quickly in mile two or three usually. You know, guys, one thing I think is important to point out is what we see in marriages in this. Like there's one person who's just super focused. This is a little bit stereotypical, but we see it so much. There's one person who's super focused on pay down the debt, pay down the debt, pay down the debt. We will have no fun until it's done, period. That's it. (laughs) And then there's the other person who's going, a vacation, a new car, let's go out to eat. And it's all fun. This is one of the ways that you find balance in your marriage is, okay, we're going to pay down the debt until we get to this point. Then we'll do something fun. Then we're going to dive back in and pay down the next debt. It's called compromise. Yeah. 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 And I think balance is so important because we were talking earlier about uh, the vision and we lack the vision of our future finances because we're juggling everything here and now and buying too much. This is kind of the opposite of that, right? We can't get so focused on the end that we burn out along the way because we've deprived ourselves. And I think it's important, too, to point out here that if that balance, if it's hard to achieve, maybe debt is what's choking it out, but it could also be your career path, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you you, yeah. you could uh, create more cash flow, more margin in your life by advancing in a career. Hey, there's lots of jobs available out there these days. If you if you yes. look at the result of the great <laughs> resignation, I yeah. heard that there was 10 million job openings in America right now. 10 million. That's huge. And if, you, if the job that you've got ain't going to get you where you need to go. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to think about going to something else. Now, don't quit just to quit. I think there's a lot of people that did that here recently. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, improve your lot in life. uh, I'll take a slight tangent for just a moment. I don't remember the word. It starts with an A. But the the Hebrew word for work and worship, it's it's the same. Well, the Hebrew word for worship is where we get our word work and worship. So to a Hebrew person, going to work on a Thursday morning, was the same action of worship as going, you know, to the, the, uh, thank you, avoda is the word, thank you, as going to the synagogue on the Sabbath. 
Uh, I have to say that our, our listeners didn't hear Casey. <laughs> God told me. So they, God told me the they word. They just thought that God told you the word audibly in so, our headsets. Avodah is the word. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but the point is that work should be something that you enjoy and and there should be some incentives in that it should not be a burden to you so the pillars or the uh components of really enacting a change in your life vision skills incentives resources and an action plan so we've talked about vision skills and now we're completing incentives let's move on to resources that's the subject of today's get ready for the future show real change not just throwing a New Year's resolution up against the wall and hoping it will stick because you are likely going to be one of those statistics that quits uh, by the early part of February or maybe you even partake in Quitter's Day as we talked about on January 19th. Resources. If you don't have resources in place, even if you have the other four components to affect change, without resources, the result is frustration. And I think about resources when I think about information. John yeah. and Jan. I mean, it, the, the resources are out there, or at least the information is everywhere. But if you want to get frustrated, <laughs> read a little yeah. online, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I, and, you know, if if the Internet were all that in a bag of chips, we wouldn't be here. Uh, there's all the information that we would ever convey to you about financial planning, retirement income planning, any of that. It's all online. What's the missing component? Well, uh, obviously, the missing component is the advice that you get, the coaching that you get. And I'll go back to that coach analogy with the athlete. You know, nobody fields a team these days without a coach. Nobody does. And and if the coach is sick, they get an assistant coach to stand in. It is a vital part of the organization. And I think when you think about resources, do we have resources around here? Absolutely. we got more resources than a lot of people ever could imagine. Yeah. You've got the Get Ready for the Future show, the podcast. We've got online workshops. We've Talking got Sense podcast. Talking Sense podcast. Wherever you are in life, we've got a, a resource for you to pick up on and to drive uh, some information your way. But information without action is just a lot of knowledge. You don't get anything done. And I think that that relationship with a financial advisor is how those resources actually come to life. When, when we talk about without results, the result is, I mean, without resources, the result is frustration. Uh, one of the areas that I think about is when you're just really kind of starting out and people get so frustrated, frankly, uh, trying to deal with our industry from the outside looking in because yeah. so many places have account minimums. The, the most common account minimum is $250,000, guys. I mean, we were not young people when we got to the point of $250,000 in our retirement accounts. And so we have always, from day one, and this this is something that will never change at Gen Wealth. From day one, we have not had account minimums as a firm, and we will not because we believe that you, regardless of where you are in life, you need to have access to resources. So you don't have to deal with that frustration of not being able to find somebody to work with you. Let's take this resource thing a little bit further and go back to that job situation. You know, you've got to think about, do I have the resources to get to the place where I want to be financially? You know, I I love the idea, the vision of wanting to be a millionaire, you know, if that's somebody's vision. But if you're working for $30,000 a year, that's a really hard road to get from there to here. Mm -hmm. 
And, and I think you've got to think about, okay, do I need to pull in more resources? Do I need to uh, improve my, my job situation? Do I need to make, you know, uh, for a while at least, do I need to make an opportunity to work a second job? Maybe that's the path. I don't know what the career path might be or what the change needs to be because I don't know where your there is. But you have to think about, is it possible for me to get from here to there? I Early on in my career, I used that analogy of, you know, if you wanted to get from, uh, let's just say, New York City to, to England and you had a rowboat, you're probably not going to make it. It is technically an option but (laughs) practically it just doesn't work but if you've got a jet airliner sitting right next to your rowboat you might want to get on that jet airliner so you have the ability to get where you're going and i think that is a resource that a lot of people don't even think about because they they go well this is my job this is what i got sure would be nice to be a millionaire but this is where I'm at. And then they, they, they quit. They, well, they give up. And, and I think we can develop that a little bit more. Let's go in between those options of, you know, a, a rowboat and a, a jet. There are other boats that you could go over there on. You sure. Know, but how long is it going to take you to get there? And I think, frankly, that is where financially, that's where a lot of people wind up. You're using a boat to cross the ocean when there are maybe wiser, more efficient decisions, but because you don't know what those look like, you just don't know. So you take the boat instead of the plane. When I think about accessing resources and and having access to information, but drowning in it and getting very frustrated and having anxiety, I think about just the investment side of that, right? If you're going going it alone, you can find somebody to tell you to buy gold. Don't buy gold. You can tell somebody, so you can find somebody that'll tell you to buy an annuity and not buy an annuity. You can tell somebody to buy this stock, don't buy this stock. ETFs versus mutual funds. Cryptocurrency versus gold or or, whatever. You know, uh, there's all kinds of noise out there. And, And here's the deal. There is no savior in the product world. It, it just does not exist. There is no perfect product. There is no, you know, this is my path to, to happiness and independence. It really is a balance of a lot of different things. And and I think that, that if you're looking for that magic bullet, Scott, that's a resource that you need to put aside because there is no magic bullet. Right. And all of that messaging occurs on a broad scale and is not unique to you. Yes. I think that's the other thing that we, we really need to take away. The resources the the information is out there but without the human element of both you and your advisor it's really lost in the weeds Mm -hmm. there's no question about that clearly and i think that you the quicker you can come to that realization uh that there is not a magic bullet and that it really does take planning and coaching to get you where you want to go i think you'll be a lot happier with your progress but the resources are there for you to change regardless of where you are in your journey if you're just starting out or if you're walking right into retirement taking the advantage of the resources uh, as we talked about not just looking at information but adding the human element of working with an advisor is available there for you okay so our final one uh, we really have to hustle in this new version of the uh, Get Ready for the Future show. 
is action plan. And this one, this one, without the action plan, the result is a false start. And I love that because I think of football, right? Mm-hmm. The action plan is there. The play may be the right play, John, to call to get the first down to get the touchdown. But if somebody on that offensive line jumps early, forget it. And periodically, we have suffered with that in, in uh, some of our football watching. But yeah. you know, I think as we uh, sit and record this today, we are on the the eve of our annual team retreat. Right. And now we call it a team retreat, but it's a working uh, yeah. session. It, we're not retreating from anything. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah. It's not a retreat. We're not going to have fun, you know, anywhere. We're actually not. We can't have any fun. Well, a little bit of fun, <laughs> okay. but but we're really working. We yes. really have an action plan for 2022 that we're going to be mm-hmm. unveiling to the team and talking through and getting everybody on board with. Now, we spend a lot of time and a good bit of money putting this thing together. Do we think we're going to spend that time and money because it's really, you know, a, a, a useless action? No, it is vital to setting the pace for where we're going to go in 2022 as a company. And the same is said for the action plan with your finances. Yeah, without an action plan, you have a false start. So what is an action plan for you to affect change in your financial future, no matter, again, where you are in your journey, it begins with a written financial plan, something on paper, on purpose. We did the the fastest four, the last fastest four of the year uh, at the end of 2021 was about that. Hey, that's that's something you can really sink your teeth into because a lot of this is very psychological and needs mm-hmm. needs to be a part of it but it, it, a lot of it is also a little abstract until you write it down on paper I'm, go ahead i was just going to say i'm going to sound like a preacher here for just a moment somebody needs to hear this phrase that's listening to this show today and that is having money is not the same as knowing what to do with that money you were smart enough to make it. Are you really smart enough to manage it in the way that you need to be managing it? And I know that that, that may bristle some people, but that's really the truth because we've seen people with seven figures of, of assets yeah. and they have not had the any kind of plan as to how to execute on that. So let's talk about what a plan is not for just a moment, because I think we, you know, in-house toss around the word plan all the time, and we have a a common understanding of what that means. I I don't want to assume that our listeners are on the same page on on what a plan is, and more importantly, frankly, what it is not. A plan is not a secret stash of cash that you've got, you know, stowed away somewhere and you're just not touching it. A plan it's my is just in case money. Yeah. A plan is not a single financial product that somebody sold you 10 years ago, nor is it a collection of investments in your 401k, IRAs, that type of thing. Those are investments, they are not your plan. And frankly, the vast majority of you do not have a plan. As you're listening to this show, you may have money, you may have investments. You may even have an idea. Yeah, but do you have a written, on paper, on purpose plan? And guys, what that does that most people don't have is it's going to say, all right, here's where you are right now. Here are the resources that you have that can help you move forward. And here is how we implement right now some action steps in order to take steps forward. And over time, by the way, the plan needs to be updated because those action steps will change as things adjust. A lot of people have to come together if you think about a a financial plan that works Mm -hmm. really well. 
the 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 husband and wife uh, in a in a family relationship have to come together and if you're you know building up money your kids probably need to be on board with that as well but you also have to bring in resources like your financial advisor like your tax advisor like your attorney Uh, a lot of people have to be on the same page so to speak and a financial plan will pull all of that together. It is a, a really very much a living document that allows people to go and say, okay, this is the objective. This is where we're going. Here are the steps that we need to take in order to get there. If you don't take those steps, if you don't have that plan, you're likely not to ever get there. Let me share a client story from a couple that came in to see Tim and I here in the West Little Rock office in 2021, five or six years away from their planned retirement in their head. No, no written financial plan, but they did have the vision. I think they probably had some skills and incentives and resources. They did not have the action plan. That was the missing component, a written financial plan. And I remember what uh, the the wife told us when we put this, well, actually it was before we even built it. It was in our first appointment. They still needed to do a little bit of work before they got to the fun, uh, retirement uh, finish line. They, they needed to save a little more. They needed to tweak their investment strategy. And then we also built the plan for retirement income in retirement. And I remember her telling Tim and I, said, she said, we have no idea how to do this, but if we have instructions, we can follow it. And I think that's really yeah. what we're saying here. The written financial plan puts in front of you, in your eyes and into your mind, a path. I don't remember the, the actual number, but there is a certain uh, speed in which a 747 takes off off the runway, uh, 140 miles an hour or whatever it may be. If it goes 130 miles an hour, it doesn't take off. Yeah. It, you have to have that assembling of all the components. And most of the folks that walk through the doors here at GenWealth have done about 90% of the stuff that they need to do. It's that last 10% that's a dogfight that you've got to get through uh, that process to be able to lift off toward financial independence. So if you haven't done that, if you don't have a written financial plan 2022 and you is here a new year and if you want to really change, not a new year's resolution, but real change, invest in a financial plan built for you on paper, on purpose, and we can help you do that. There's our final bell and it's time for our final thoughts. So I would just say to, to recap, think about these elements that we have talked about today and determine what is missing. One thing, two things, whatever it might be. What is missing for you and what do you need to do to fill in those gaps? So vision, skills, incentives, resources, action plan. If you want to have change, you have to have all of those elements in place. Janet, I would add that if financial independence is only something you think about around this time of year, I'm going to, you have all these great intentions, but then you end up uh, hitting that quitter's day as far as financial independence is concerned. Something's got to change. You've got to get off that treadmill of, of quitting and, and not being attentive to your financial plan. You really do just need to think about how do I get unstuck with this to move forward and and avoid the mistakes maybe that you made in the past or the the uh, detours that have driven you down not the right road and and you can certainly do that by getting started today. I think about those five things that Janet just recapped for us: vision, skills, incentives, resources, and an action plan. You may have four out of five. But according to this model, according to this chart, change can only happen if you have five out of five. So get started either with a written financial plan or if you're ready to just find out more. If you just need a little more information, we have 
Lots of free financial courses and resources available for you. In fact, they are just a click away. And all you have to do is visit GetReadyForTheFuture.com forward slash academy to get started. Just plug that into your phone or your uh, laptop and have access to free financial courses and resources from Genwell Financial Advisors. Well, that is all the time we have today for our brand new, our all new for 2022 and beyond Get Ready for the Future show. We certainly hope you have enjoyed watching or listening, and we hope you will tune in again wherever you find your podcasts or online or on radio. So long, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Get Ready for the Future show. If you enjoy hearing from the Gen Wealth team every week, make sure and subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to help us get the word out on building toward financial independence, leave us a rating and review. The Gen Wealth financial team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. GenWealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas-registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC.